Welcome back to Intentional Bible Study with Morel. Um, today we're going to cover Ephesians 1 um, verses 3 through 14 um, coming from the NIV. So I hope you guys are ready. Hope you got your Bibles ready, um, your Bible app or your Bible, your physical Bible. Um, and I hope you're ready to learn as we um, cover through the book of Ephesians. We're going to try to go through the whole book of Ephesians by the grace of God. I'm not going to make any promises. I'm not going to make any promises, but we're going to try to go through the book of Ephesians. But today we're going to start with Ephesians 1 verses 3 through 14. And I'm coming from the NIV. Um, verse 3 reads, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Verse 4 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Now I want you to get the word. Let's let's read verse 4 again. Let's, let's, let's dissect it. Um, it says, For he chose us in him before. Who chose us? God chose us. For he chose us in him before the creation. Before the creation of the world to be what to be holy and blameless in his sight and whose sight in God's sight so what are we are supposed to be holy he chose us to be holy and blameless now the word holy the Hebrew meaning of holy means to be set apart um, for a specific purpose so we should be set apart so when we looking at that scripture, when it says, for he chose us in him before the creation, before he created the world of, of the world to be what he wanted us to be, what set apart for a specific purpose. Now, the English meaning of holy, it says to be dedicated or consecrated to God. So he wanted us to be what dedicated or consecrated to God. Amen. So we were supposed to be what the Hebrew meaning says to be set apart for a specific purpose. Amen. So we're supposed to be what? Holy. Amen. I know a lot of people don't like to say that. You know, a lot of people don't like to talk about holiness. You know, that's, they think that's an old thing. That's a, oh man, you, you don't have to be holy, but God wants us to be holy so let's read verse 4 again i want us to dissect to keep let's let's keep reading this and it says for he chose us in him before it didn't say after it said before the creation of the world to be wet to be holy and blameless now the word blameless just mean um, um those who cannot be accused of wrongdoing before people are God. So that's the word blameless mean the meaning of blameless. Those who cannot be accused of wrongdoing before people are God. Now, I have a question and I want to ask this question. You don't have to give no answer back. I don't need an answer back. I got the answer for you. <laughs> but the question is, are we blameless in God's sight? Now, that's a question that you need to ask yourself. Are we blameless in God's sight? And that's when when no one else sees you. 
are we blameless in God's sight? When you're in your room or when you're uh, in your home or when you're in your car or when you're uh, traveling somewhere that nobody else is that knows you um, and you're going somewhere, are you blameless in God's sight? Because man cannot see all things but God can see that's the thing we live in a time that people can hide things from man yes that's you know you can get pastors and ministers that that can discern things and they can be like oh I see something that's going on in your life that you need to take out of it but you can hide things from man man can be deceived but God cannot so the question is are we blameless are we blameless in God's sight? And that's the question that we need to, to look deeper and answer for ourselves. Are we blameless? When we go home, are we blameless? The word blameless means, let's just give you the definition again. Those who cannot be accused of wrongdoing before people are God. So, you're not being accused of wrongdoing against a front of people or God. When God sees you, God sees you in your secret place. God sees you in your alone time. God sees what you do. Are you blameless? You don't have to say yes or no. Just answer that. Just ask the question to yourself and say, Lord, you, you already know what you do in your alone time. You already know. So you really don't have to say Yes, Lord, but you can say, Lord, help me. If you if you got some flaws in your alone time, you can say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, let me be a better person. Let me be a better, um, a better Christian, Lord God. Not when I'm with the saints that I'm all sanctified and I'm holy and I'm saying praise the Lord, sister, praise the Lord, brother. But how am I in my own home? How am I at my own job? How am I, you know, um, when I'm away, when I'm at my school or different things like that? How am I there? You know, amen. Let's go to verse five and it says he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. Now, let's get that part. He said he predestined us. God predestined us for a for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ. Now, he predestined us. Now, the word predestined uh, means determined in advance by divine will or fate determined in advance by divine will or fate now i want to give you the similar word for predestined the one of the similar word this is one of the similar word that's more similar word but the one that stood out to me one of the similar words for predestined is ordained amen so when I look at that scripture, he, it says he predestined. Now we can use the word he ordained us for adoption. He ordained this to happen. He ordained for me to be saved. He ordained it long before I knew that I would get saved on that day. Amen. He, he ordained it. Amen. I can talk about a time that um, when, I, when I turned 21, 
And I remember this. I remember it just as clear. When I turned 21, I was like, I'm going to church. And everybody was like, what? You're going to church? You know, when you turn 21, this is when everybody wants you to turn up, go drink and go do those different things. But I was like, no, I'm going to church. But I was thinking when I started thinking about when I was preparing this message and I was like, wow, God ordained that to happen on my 21st birthday to go back to church and church happened to be it happened my birthday happened to fall on a wednesday like a bible study day it didn't happen on a thursday it didn't happen on a friday it could have happened on a, a, a monday but god ordained this to happen god knew that i would be saved god knew that i was going to turn my life around at that age amen now, the, another similar word for ordain is, one of the similar words for ordain is appoint. Amen. Now, we can use the word, he appointed us for adoption. Amen. To sonship through Jesus Christ. Appointed, ordained. Amen. Predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ. All right, let's, let's, let's go to verse 7. Let's go to verse 7. We're going to skip verse 6 and let's go to verse 7. It says, In Him we have redemption through His blood. In Him, who in who? In God, in Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sin, sin, the forgiveness of sins. Let me say sins with a, it's a, it's a plural, uh, in accordance with. The riches of God's grace in him. Now, I have another question. I don't need your answer. I got an answer for you. Amen. The question is, how are we redeemed? How are we redeemed? Now, the answer is, we are redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, this is really good, amen. I'm giving you all the answers, so you didn't gotta go search. Now, I could have said, how are we redeemed and gave you the homework, but I'm actually giving you all the answers. You should say, thank you, Brother Creighton. Thank you, Brother Morrell. Thank you, uh, brother. Thank you, amen. <laughs> so the question is, how are we redeemed? And we are redeemed through the blood through the blood of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus did not sin, he did not have to die as a consequence of sinful behavior. He chose to die. When Jesus shed his blood, that sacrifice paid the price for the sins of all mankind. You hear that? When Jesus shed his blood, that sacrifice paid the price for the sins of all mankind how are we redeemed through the blood of jesus christ that's how we are redeemed amen that's how we can be saved that's how we can be set free from our wicked ways from our our wretched self amen it's because of the blood the blood of jesus christ that he shed amen amen Let's let's keep reading. Amen. Let's let's go to verse eight. And it says that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. Let's read verse eight again. I want you to get that part because that he lavished 
on us. The word lavish means bestow something in generous. Let's get that. Let's let's say that. Let's say the meaning of lavish again. Bestow something in generous or extravagant quantities on. Now, I will use the word generous for lavish. That's what I will use the word lavish for. Generous. That that just pretty much means you're being generous. So when we look at verse eight, it said that he was lavish, that he was generous on us with all what wisdom and understanding. So the Lord God was what generous on us with all what wisdom and understanding. Amen. Let's go to verse 11. We almost done. We almost done. We're going we almost about to close out of this. Amen. We're about to close out of this. I want you to really get this uh, uh Ephesians 1. It's not really I don't really have a title to this message or Bible study, but the title is we're learning about Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. So you can take whatever you learn, take notes, however, but I don't have a title particularly that I want you to focus on. Amen. So look at verse 11 and it says, in him, we were also chosen having been predestined. We don't talked about that word predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything conformity with the purpose of his will. Let's read verse 11 again. We're going to read verse 11 in NIV, and then we're going to come back and read verse 11 in the NLT version. It says, In him we were also chosen, having been ordained, appointed. Amen. Predestined, you can say it that way. You can say ordained. You can say appointed. According to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will of who will of who will not not my will but your will lord not not morel's will not my family will not your family will not your friend will not your spouse will but who will of his will amen the nlt version says in, in verse 11 says Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to what? He makes everything work out according to his plan. Amen. And if we know how we are, we like to make plans like I'm a planner. I'm just going to be honest with you. I love to plan. I plan everything out. I plan my week out. I plan my day out. It doesn't matter what I do. I, I'm a planner. But the scripture said he makes everything work out according to who plan. Not my plan, but his plan. So whatever the, the Lord has for you is for you. Just like I was talking about how he ordained for that to happen in my life for me to at 21 years old come back to God and and on my birthday my 21st birthday it happened to be on a Wednesday for me to go to church 
all that was predestined, all that was God already knew what was going to happen. I had my own plans, but God had better plans. Amen. Last two scripture that we're going to read. Verses 13 and 14. It says, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believe you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Verse 14 says, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Amen. I don't have any recap. Most time, sometimes I would give a recap. But I, I, matter of fact, I want to share, make sure that I get, I want you to understand the part is God already knows what's going to happen next. If we want to, sometimes we are planning for our next, we're making plans for this. But if we're living according to the will of God, he knows our next step. He knows what's going to happen next. But so I would say, get in the will of God. Get in the will of God. He knows what's going to happen next. He already predestined. Yes, we have to make a choice. Amen. I chose on that day when I was 21 to go to church. I chose to. Nobody, nobody told me to go. Nobody told Matter of fact, they told me to go do something else. The other people told me that they told me to go. You, you need to go to the party. You need to go to the club. But no, I chose. I want to go to church. Amen. Amen. So you're going to have to make a choice. Amen. But God has already ordained it. Amen. That's all I got, you guys. God bless you. I will see you at the next Bible study. Remember, be intentional. Live intentional and stay intentional. Go and be the church. God bless.